you're listening to another episode of the Get The Shot podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on social media, on Instagram at Get The Shot podcast and on Twitter at GTS underscore podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of the Get The Shot podcast with your hosts, Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. Billy at BFH UK. And John Willis at JRE Willis. Hello, yes. So we're into episode number 18. And today's episode, we're not stopping on all of the crazy different topics that we've got. Uh, and actually, this one is inspired by an fstoppers.com uh, article, would you call it? I guess an article, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the title is probably going to be the title of the episode. So we're just going to go straight with it. It's the truth behind the fake profession, model photographer. And... It actually chimed well with everyone because I actually shared this link in our um, group chat for the podcast. And uh, I think Billy was the first to be vocal about it. And she was like, yeah, really into it. John. (laughs) I was going to say, I just gave you credit. (laughs) Fuck you, John. I I, I probably looked at it and ignored it. That's And then you came to it later. And then I came to it later. I was very John's, John's the person that looks at everything before midnight and goes to bed. But let's (laughs) give some context on what this article is, Joshua. Oh, Oh, we're going back to Joshua again. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the internet as as sole photographers the lie that there is a profession to be had photographing models, model photography. So this is the sort of lead into the article, and this article writer, which is the name, yet yeah, Scott Chu Chi Chewing. I don't say his name. <laughs> Scott. So basically, if you didn't understand what Josh just said, because it did fly in my ear and out the other, sorry. Oh. It's just because it was a lot of words. She's here recording as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of words. Basically, what we're talking about is uh, model photography, which you've probably never heard of or you've never stated or you've never even realised. Or portrait thing, photography. Because I didn't know and I do it. <laughs> so... Oh, she, um, she, it's, she, uh, it's not portrait photography it is model photography so it's it's um taking photographs of models and we're talking mm. specifically about why models don't pay photographers yeah so i suppose it's that thing isn't it of uh the time for print the yeah, age-old adage of see, time, for print. Work, time for print it's like yeah. an age-old thing that people like to use against you which works sometimes well, can i pay you in exposure instead so i suppose oh. well i suppose it's yeah. this thing isn't it of what is the purpose of time for print? Well, the purpose of time for print, I think you mentioned it before, Billy, mm. on one of the previous episodes. Oh, yeah. Where it even says here it, too. Yeah. yeah, it should be beneficial. To both parties. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's an age-old tradition where you, where, where you people basically come together to collaborate for the same re- for, for similar or the same Ooh, reasons. Who's left their phone oh, on? Oh, I forgot. But yeah, no, yeah I, I'm it, not knowing the word. Time for print is about two people collaborating together for a specific reason. So a lot of the models I work with, it's so that they can add portfolio photos in um, and that I can do that too. And it's mutually for beneficial, which means no payment is crossed or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole model photography thing. Well, and I think you mentioned in our previous episode uh, where we talked about sort of the people you shoot with yeah. are within the same pool Definitely. of people that you associate with. So mm. if you're at a local amateur photography club or if you're at a local networking event, mm-hmm. yeah. the pool of people that you shoot with are, are about generally the about level. the same level. Yeah. yeah, Generally, because you're not going to get a top agency model mm-hmm. come to a local networking event mm-hmm. or if a If you do, you're club. very lucky. Yeah, yeah well, it's unlikely because they will normally oh be yeah. in paid work. And even then, you are still paying for something. Like I went to Matt Leach's... Um, little private kind of 
things where he has like full photographers. They all put a certain amount of money in to use the studio and have an agency side model for four hours who have done their own makeup, styled themselves, loads of different setups. So in that respect, like even then, like, I am punching because it's a model that's not on my wavelength. Oh, yeah. But, but I've you've had to put money for down time. for it. Yeah. But you're able to have a shoot with someone who's like next tier up. Yeah. And you're learning from what they do. It's really great. Yeah, it's so handy. Yeah. Like four hours with a, with a model. And you do get a lot of time specifically because it's only a small kind of thing. Unlike some of the events I went to with like 30 photographers. And so I suppose, here's the thing then. If you're, if you're going to an, uh, an event where you're paying to then have an agency standard model modeling for you, mm-hmm. then it's that thing, isn't it, of is that then... You're not then making a job if you like out of model photography because yeah. what you're doing is you're paying to get out to get out to get the the model to come to you yeah rather than if it was a job the model would be paying oh, yeah. the photographer mm-hmm. so you're basically you're basically paying matt leach who organizes the event who then pay he then p- obviously p- pays the model for their time in the upkeep of the center or the i guess the studio for but the there's val- there's a valid point though like these events that people go to you know like matt leach is a good example i think they're about 45 quid something like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 45 50 quid about. something like that. which yeah. is such a good price for four hours in yeah so you're getting four hours of studio time with guaranteed with a, with a good model with the lights all that sort and of stuff. you're being tutored by a, a photographer that yep. gets paid for he's not his just walking time. about he's you know actually I mean? like sitting with people time wise so he so is in the position that you'd want to be in if so you so are going to that is it that mentorship a little bit do you yeah think? yeah definitely i think because it's nice as well not to have to organize something i don't know if anyone would agree but um organizing models and everything can be quite tedious especially oh, if it's yes. a paid mm. thing especially mm. if you're putting time and energy into it and you're putting your own money in and mm. because um, i did my own one with um alex and diana not long ago yeah, didn't yeah. I, with yeah, the, I saw. um we had five models split across two hours four hours so obviously you did that so yeah. the the models did they do that for free yeah so that was ta- yeah, for print. Said, yeah. so as photographers okay it's easy for me to say oh maybe i should charge the models for their time in in not our studio space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then the likelihood that any models would be down would be for paying. that is really so slim is that is that more the fact then that because the type of models that you're shooting although you know you get some nice images from them and stuff like that and they, they benefit. are my tea out or less yeah exactly so that's that thing isn't it of You'd probably pay. You'd have to pay if you wanted to go up, mm-hmm. mm. but on your level or lower, then you're able to say, "Well, can we do TPF?" I mean, is there something to be said for when you're saying time for print? Is there something to be said for it's very useful if you want to test like a new style of image mm. or you want to test Definitely. a new concept? But then when you, if somebody comes to you and says, "I've seen that sick photo that you did with such and such," yeah, could you d- shoot that for me for my portfolio? At that point, that's probably mm-hmm. the time when you need to go, "Yes," but it's going to be a paid shoot. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's 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 hard because you don't. I mean, the reason I did these shoots was um, not only are they fun and inspiring, and they really get you off your feet and you know mm. get you back into photography if you've had a bit of a moment, which I do often. Um, these studio shoots, it was to help me and my new portfolio. So I was looking for a different style of work. Oh yeah, um, you try to add to your brand. And, yeah, and so re- like I want to be no more as a studio photographer, and I do have a specific style that I was working on. A lot of the work I've been doing is location. So put being able to put money into something like that is really important. But um, model wise, like I just, I just wouldn't even expect them to want to pay for that. I don't know 
I mean, it was the first time when I read that article that I realised where I was going wrong, which is hilarious. And that's why I was kind of excited to um, to mm. read it and to record this episode because <laughs> I've always been like, oh, why am I not getting paid for models for doing this portfolio work? And then I was like, I just wasn't getting me. I just wasn't getting why models didn't want to pay for my time. That's what I, all I do on Instagram. And I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? Is that time... Mm. is a really valuable asset. It so although, although we have, you know, varying levels of gear and stuff like that and everyone yeah. has different amounts of gear and they've spent different amounts of money, the fact is is the one thing that we all have in common is time. Mm-hmm. And time is something that if we're spending time shooting with people, it's time that you can't spend shooting with other people. It's time that you yeah. won't get it's back. Time that it's time that you can't spend with family it's or it's time, time that's you know, got a expiry date on it. Yeah. Definitely, because every minute, every every day, it's like it's I- without obviously spewing off into a different conversation. Time is money, and for people, even for example, who I spoke about on the podcast before and uh, spoke about before, and she posts on her own social media about this. Um, Tyler Payton, um, actually, sp- as of this moment, because of everything that's going on in the world, she's chosen this time now to actually start revising down her modelling career for a moment and actually going into photography more. Yeah. Um, because she sees the modelling who, side. Tyler Payton. They want to be a photographer rather than so, a model. So what We've she, had she, that happen before a few times. We have had that apparent very lot, a lot, man, a lot. But you know something though. The way the way the thing is, sometimes you only you you, you get small little. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call this current in the world thing. You know, a glimmer of hope. But like, it's almost like a window of opportunity for her to switch her business around until the weather gets better. It's really handy when they can do that. I think Isn't that's a, I think that's yeah. fair. It's really handy. I mean, I um, can't do it the other way because I'm <sighs> fucking ugly. But to be fair, you did you did that Instagram thing as you said earlier, the story thing. It said you could be a swimwear model. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I John, mean, get yeah. on the front of Hello I'll Magazine. Be on, I'll be on the <laughs> Swimsuit International, whatever it's called. Anyway, <laughs> in my mankini. Oh, uh, anyway, there's a thought so. for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so I suppose here's it's the thing, though. I mean, w- one of the things the article talks about, and I think this is quite interesting, it is one of the reasons why models might not want to pay you yeah. is because they have a friend who can take photos that are 70, 60%, 70% of the photo yeah. on an iPhone that they go, well, if it gets me noticed by an agency, then all good. That's all she needs, yeah. And okay. that's it. Boy. And yeah. uh, uh, and then what you, re- you think then is it creates this ignorance beyond a lot of people that, that it gets passed around as gospel, saying that some people don't want to work with certain people and then they, they those people don't get work and if you if you if we're talking about somebody who actually does work as a, as a photographer f- you know at, at length uh bartley who we hope to have on in a few weeks time um he William, yeah. he doesn't do exactly what he shows to most people on instagram he works on a bigger scale he does if, events even, doesn't even, he yeah even so he would have the same opinion that if the if he re- if the model really was you know not to sound rude good enough or to the grade that he wants them he mm-hmm. will pay for them. Well, and it's not just that as well. It's the fact that he he would say, and I, we don't want to cross into his episode no, too no, much, but I'm sure example, he would say yeah. that you know he makes most of he makes the vast majority ninety nine percent of his money from his event photography mm. and his event portfolio. He'll probably have something to add to this when we see him next. Yeah, definitely. So this so will be a nice little addition for him. And I suppose there's something to be said, and I know we've talked about this a lot anyway when we've been off air and stuff like Generally, yeah. you could have i don't know three grand's worth of photography gear you could still be a crap photographer oh yeah, yeah. Like the gear does the not thing. dictate your, your no your i mean don't get me wrong it definitely helps in terms of things that you do and stuff like that but mm. actually in the grand scheme of things if you don't know how to use the equipment properly mm-hmm. and you don't understand how the light works and you don't understand how you can change the way that an image looks 
It doesn't matter how much it's money like, you spend. It's like you take someone like Peter McKinnon. Like he, he doesn't just talk about all these awesome you know, things to do, nine things that you can do with items and all that. And then you see his photography and go, oh, why am I watching this guy? He's terrible. You, you don't think of it that way because of the way he's built his craft up and the way he's presented his own work. He's not doing it. He's not doing it like with all of the things and all of the gear. And then, you know, you find out he's actually got someone photoshopping all his work and actually looks better than it is or taking those shots. And he's just being the puppet, you know, like a, it's like a shadow writer mm-hmm. in the photo. It's sense. kind of annoying because actually like as photography is such a creative thing, you mm. kind of put it in. It is in the category of like painting, sculpture. It is sometimes like. misguided. Um, there is not a shit artist. No. No. There but isn't. Then, but but it's annoying because there are, there are shit artists. If if yeah. we if we revise in the that same way that there are yeah. less good photographers. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if, if we put that in a, in a vein, then we say that there are people who who are very amateurish and think that they are the bee's knees when they're not. But then it's it is like, how do you know that your personal opinion isn't totally getting in the way of what you think? Oh, there oh, are yeah. plenty e- of photographers that's, that's I follow. Your ego on comes inst- into play. Yeah. There are f- plenty of photographers I have on Instagram that I'm like. Oh my they god! They act like the bee's knees. I don't want to like unfollow you, but I just hate no, it. I just don't follow them. <laughs> no, I hate it. The way you see, you went American then. I hate it. I hate it. The way you're saying it is, you're basically you're 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 t- looking at them as in their snob level. How much are they tolerable for you before you get rid of them? No, it's more like just being a friendly person. No, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't think everyone's photography is amazing. Oh no, no. There are photos I've taken where I think, oh my god, if someone but saw the, that. The difference with that is though, like, it's it's a case of whether you've shown it or not. Like that's why people like to show before and afters because it gets people feeling a bit more reassured about their work. Yeah. But I think generally, it's it's a case of you're never always going to take a great photo. John's probably took thousands, and you took thousands, and I took thousands, and we don't let them see the I light. I took day. millions. Yes, most of them are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question time: Has anyone yeah. actually paid for a model on this table? No, no not one to one. I have. Oh, a lot. Do tell. Do probably. Tell. Okay. Are you okay to tell? Several times. How much would you say you pay on average? Uh, I mean, don't take the piss and go over thirty pound. Maybe I know that sounds silly, but like you kind of you got to weigh up the tier of the of the model again on my kind of mm. tier. And did those photos um, benefit you as well? Yeah, uh, probably the one of the most recent ones I did, which actually sounds like forever away, was in Tenerife ah. um, with that model. Um, she oh, was lovely. Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was lovely. And now obviously, like I'm coming into someone else's country. I don't know how it works over there. I don't know. Uh. I don't know if they have trade for print situations and then to be on really really honest i'm not gonna be rude enough to go all the way to tenerife and then ask someone for trade for print mm. like I've i'm gonna flown go all the way here i've flown all the yeah. way here but i can have free photos of you please nah thanks yeah. like use your little bit of holiday money euros converts nicely as well that you're saving yourself oh yeah you get more euros out of money these anyway. days. um but we had like a two-hour session and to be really honest i can't remember how much i paid but yeah, it was a two-hour session it was a it was like wow price she was super nice and was that um, you, was that where you said to you said uh, so I've got uh, 350 pesetas uh, from before the euro and uh, could we could we just give you those could and you just? trade them in <laughs> so yeah, yeah so so I suppose paying for models I don't think there's anything wrong with paying clearly no. I think and the other thing is is even if you're not paying the model you might pay other people that mm-hmm. support the the shoot so yeah. the makeup artists or the mm. stylists or whatever yeah. it might be um, and sometimes it's not 
the model necessarily that you need. Yeah. You obviously need a model. I get oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you actually might need is for the concept, you might need like some special effects makeup doing. And yeah. someone or might look like, like that. ideal for that shot. I guess it also kind of comes into the way that a model is treated. Like even if you did do it for, for free, maybe you're, you're throwing in lunch for them, travel, you know. Yeah. Some people yeah. do work through the idea that you are going to get them from A to B if they are going to be involved in the shoot. Yeah. And it can be a really good thing, like, exactly. try for print. I mean, I've worked with quite a, f- like, quite a few models on try for print, and I've had one b- particular model. We've literally grown together. I mean, I was probably a tiny bit higher than her in, in like, experience-wise in what I do, but we grew together. And it can be frustrating sometimes <laughs> when um, you see them getting a lot of work and you see them going really well in their f- career and you're kind of sitting there as a photographer like, like when I will here? I get paid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. um, We're taking on the world together But that time. can always be a very good thing to have grown with someone oh, because yeah. that said person has got me at least four jobs, like oh, paid bravo. jobs, you know? Is um, this person both someone you want to keep secret? Oh, just someone I didn't want to mention. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, just, yeah someone, just in general, yeah. Yeah, just... Um, we, well, kudos got, to them. Yeah, she got me like fr- fr- three or four jobs. So, I mean, I think actually spending the time and not being so pompous about your photography, um, you can actually... Oh, yeah. Don't, don't think you get the bees and knees immediately because you're not going to get any fans. You're no, not going to get anyone that wants to talk to you because if you talk to people the hard game, you, you're going to sit with the top people and expect to be paying thousands. And like what I said in the last episode as well, like if you are trotting around with no photos and no experience oh, yes. and you don't know what you're doing, I don't know how you Random expect... Joe. Yeah, I don't know Jeff. how... Yeah, I don't know how you expect to um, do anything. Get models approach you for time for print anyway. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's just I think it's just really important to um, take some time to do trade for print. Really work with others and don't be pompous about it. Like, I mean, th- there is something to be said for uh, photographers, for example, that will often think they're at a, a higher level, and part of that being on a higher level is the fact that if they have a belief Mm. and i have seen this from other photographers when i first started um looking out for um models and things like that it was quite apparent that some people that they'd shot with they rated them as photographers and i looked at their photos and i thought wow uh i can produce work that's better than the stuff that they think is really good at the moment because they were new models. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, well, if I'm doing this for free and they've already had that for free, does that mean that my next tier up in terms of for them should be that they should pay me because oh, my work yes. is better? Yeah. And it is better, you know, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, the work that I produced and the images, that, and I gave them a much wider range of images than the photographer that mm. previously they'd shot with. And I've shot with about three it models. Really, it really does count on how much you're how much you're giving them. Yeah, and like ultimately, I've had three three new models that had done maybe one. Well, I think one of them had done one shoot, one of them had done another shoot, like one shoot, and then the other model had done nothing. Mm. Uh, that that model was actually a photographer uh, like in the grand scheme of things. Great. But what's really nice is that I like the fact that you can have um, you can have that sort of um, back and forth with with a a particularly a new model and try new things Mm. where there's not the pressure of a paid environment yeah that's that's one of the things i quite think i like actually about certain people because there is there is two or three people that i've worked with that have done small amounts of modding but like nothing that like you know not saying that isn't credible but yeah they're not they're not a semi-pro model they're just Mm. an amateur model 
branching out exactly, a little bit. Exactly, yeah. And it kind of it kind of pays dividends to the fact that like as you were saying billy like that you've now you you've got somebody that you've grown with who you've got help from and done some shoots because of it, it it's great that like for me for example i've got at least three or four out of you guys three or four friends that uh on instagram that i can call firm friends even outside of my own team that mm-hmm. i run the portrait mission friends. with and you know, Insta friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you guys get those references, we really love you. Yes. Yeah. I hope you should if you're British. <laughs> Bus wanker. Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't give a shit about swearing today, no, do we? No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You might I'm, I'm going to have to, my bleep button is going. <laughs> you're going to have to bleep that about that. Yeah. No, um, I just, I feel like slightly the conclusion to the like, trade for print is, um, I think it's just, really good to do i think don't be an arsehole about it and you will you like if you really do delve into the internet or any podcast or any youtube video you delve they're going to tell you it's the worst thing you can do to the community you're stopping everyone from being able to get job opportunities you're allowing someone um to get free work for something that they definitely would have paid for if you wouldn't Mm. have been there do you know what right you have a camera you have um inspiration it's photography is something you love to do and do you can't do that thing that you want to do while getting paid for it so how about everyone with their opinions just finds a deep dark hole <laughs> and buries them far far away and then comes up and does trade for print actually i, I want to add to that because cool. i i don't have an issue with certain people that have said this but there are people who i, I just can't tolerate saying it and I, w- I can't say it to their face because i feel like because um, you're a I, pussy. No, no, it's not the face. It's like <laughs> a, it's, it's the, the fact that I think they'd have the audacity to try and fire back something at me and f- make my point more or less not valid. So I'm just going to stick with my opinion because yeah. I know it is the th- it's, it is correct. And the fact of that is, time for print does not destroy anything because time for print you could have that in any industry. Mm. Literally, you, I mean, you, us guys could all do this podcast paid, and then we could ask someone to come and do it with us for three weeks for free. Mm. Yeah. But then I would argue, having worked in the tech industry, yeah. people doing things for three does devalue your industry. Exactly. It devalues your skill set. But who who is going to stop you from doing that? Uh, they can't stop you. Mm, but it, yeah. I suppose what you could argue is that if you can find, so let's say a model reaches out and goes, "I love your work. It's so good. Uh, would you fancy doing time for print?" And you turn around and go, "Oh, actually, I'm only doing paid stuff." If they then go, "Okay, well, there's thirty other photographers that'll do it for free," that then does mean that as a community. And as a as a profession, that makes that transition into well, models pay you harder, mm-hmm. doesn't it? In that yeah. sense, because I just don't think they will, and I th- I think we can understand well, why. If, if if people didn't do free shoots, they wouldn't have a choice. No, no. But there's always going to be somebody, and I think it ruins the it ruins portrait. If you're just looking into just portrait photography, for example, I mean, you could say this was everything else photography. You know, if you didn't have the companies that would do certain things for etc. If we didn't have the free stuff, then what's the point of saying that some of your best stuff is your free stuff? Because that would not be the case. I like you, you, you get the good, you get the free, you have the free stuff, which yeah. brings the more paid stuff. And you can't. It's like me trying to say I'm going to go work in a shop, but I haven't got retail experience. Well, how do you get retail experience? You go work for free at the charity shop because yeah, yeah. that gets you the experience. That's yeah. a good point. That's actually a really good analogy. Valid Ooh, point. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is a very. Well, good that's what, that's I like what I how did. we both looked at each other like, yeah, he was a good. That's one. that's a good analogy. It's exactly what I did, and hands on head. Uh, ha- oh. Hands on head. <laughs> I don't know what's, what the saying Hold is. Hold in there, Josh. Hold Hang in on. there. We were going so well. Gen- <laughs> generally speaking, if I had any good advice for somebody, 
that didn't know what they were doing in that industry, you know, it's, it seems difficult for there to be an in. And I guess with a lot of industries, there has to be a certain way you get into it. Like even photography, you know, yeah. unless you've got something that can take a photo, you can't take photos. You can borrow it, yes, but then you still need to pay something or you need to ask somebody. So to jump into anything, you have to just find the, the, the I guess, the the walked, the walk, the, is it the walked path? Or no, no, path? drop it, drop it, carry on. You know, you, you, <laughs> It's drop the, that the, out. The, you did really well, Josh. The, no the correct way to do it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the you well can't just trodden go, right, path. I'm just going to do it. The well-trodden path. The well-trodden path, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't build another path if it doesn't do anything for you. Oh, All yeah, right, yeah. let's move on. Anyway, okay. yes. I think now's probably a good time to take a short break, do you reckon? Uh, yes, I agree. I agree. Right, we'll be back after a short message from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Paradise Co. For t-shirts and beanie hats, visit paradiseco.uk and use the promo code GTS. 2020 to get 10% off. Welcome back to part two of the episode where we are discussing model photography. Is it a career that you can take forward? So uh, we've talked about uh, us as photographers paying models. So maybe now we move into the topic of when models start to pay you. Yes. So I guess being established at a point that the industry knows who you are. So at that point, then you're charging even to, even for test shoots, as the article says. But then it says, however, slightly... They are slightly more reduced rates than editor editorial work. So then if you think of the photographers that shoot and then they pay an editorial person to do their, sh uh, I guess, their edits, or they work with a team of people, and then at that point you get onto an industry-led, you know, office. Um, and, of course, then you're kind of thinking of the sort of higher numbers. Yeah, and I suppose it's more the fact, isn't it, that if you've had a lot of people um, see your work, you get exposure to an agency and they like you and when i say an agency i mean like a, a top agency one of the ones that's going to get you brand work mm. higher paying clients where your career actually begins yeah i suppose and that's the thing isn't it is where we're not on about you know doing the odd thing here and there we're on about agencies that will book you pretty much continuously good yeah. solid work decent throughput and, and we're talking about this in not in not in just a hobby sense anymore because obviously yeah. every there are people who who do their own business yeah. so they, they they work for themselves they're freelance but they also do get uh, work from agencies because yeah. not everyone wants to be signed to an agency and there are a lot of uh what should we say horror stories out of agencies oh definitely and so that doesn't put people all in the sense of wanting to be all in yeah nowadays. and we know we know don't we having spoken to kyle and a couple of other people and exactly. like we spoke to people that often they're signed to multiple agencies as well depending on where they are geographically they mm. tend to sign up to it becomes a London, nightmare it does one in manchester one in birmingham whatever that sort of thing and i suppose it's one of those things where agencies really should be doing the legwork for models yes they should be making sure that they're finding the photographers i.e the people probably listening to this mm to try and shoot with you so it's exactly like if 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 a com if a uh if you was looking to advertise somewhere you need to so you need somewhere to advertise yep. you know you, you, you you're not going to just go to billy down the road and expect he's going to give you the best exposure so in the sense of the agency the agency should be f there for you and not obviously in yeah. or in all all orientated on the money which if you know by now and you're not living under a rock is always the case most of the time though. well they want to make their cut and yeah. i suppose the other thing and is, is that any business, if course. you think about uh, photography and this is probably arguably links in with the topic of can you make a career in other words yes. can you make a living Dipping our toes back into that from, episode. from the from ultimately from model photography well well i'm not sure you can because i would say that unless you become established with an agency where they will do work for you then i'm not entirely convinced that mm. you'll you'll have a range of people like 
approaching you for work. Billy is doing a story, I think. Are doing a story? <laughs> story. She's doing a story. It's a boomerang. Or a super zoom on the, my face. Have you just organised your tit tacks? Oh, I did just line <laughs> up my tit tacks. In, He's a well, prepper guy. St- strictly speaking, OCD. it should be red, amber, green, because uh, I need to stockpile my tit tacks uh, <laughs> in case uh, I'm isolated for a long period of time. <laughs> um, anyway, so the the idea is, is that if you have a, a model agency, I'm assuming that they have a kind of a select group of photographers that they use on the on a fairly regular basis yeah there's no denying having spoken to some semi-fresh semi-pro and pro photographers recently Mm. that they do get new gigs you know they do get new jobs that come up where they've never worked for an agency before or whatever it might be yeah but actually in the grand scheme of things i think most of the time once you've establish that relationship with a with an agency and with a, a brand they'll come back to you hopefully yeah if it's all about timing like you just gotta make sure you're keeping up to date on yeah. letting them know and Hi, communication I'm alive and that. i think this is the thing as well isn't it as we've talked about this before and i know like um gareth when he was on um and i know when bartley comes on he'll probably know that talk about it as well being able to communicate effectively as a as a self-employed freelance photographer mm. is super important like mm-hmm. if you can't work with communicating with people that you're not going to get jobs. Like, mm. they're not going to give you a job just because they go, he is a sick photographer. And I think, like, oh, yeah. a really good point is, like, don't expect jobs to come to you. Like, yeah, you'll have you to hunt should the really work. put some effort in. Like, again, another thing I didn't realise. <coughs> I don't know where I was. I, I must have been under a rock. But th- to be fair, there are photographers that do uh, make a small percentage of what they do through model photography yeah. from but I think just it's but not in the same but I don't think expensive. yeah I don't think it's the bulk of their income that's definitely the thing definitely not there's I mean, always something else yeah they're definitely doing other stuff or they're doing I don't know it could be they do model photography but then maybe they do like I don't know school photo shoots mm. or <laughs> whatever it might be where they end up doing you know like paid work um, that their bread and butter salary if you like comes through from um, the paid job that they do day in day out and I know how difficult it can be to find like an agency and stuff as well. Like, yeah. especially like Birmingham, although it being one of the three is just kind of. I suppose. Not rife I on suppose it. the thing is, I know Manchester's got quite a, a busy London's scene. London's amazing for it. London, London and Manchester have Manchester's big. Manchester's really good for it. Yeah, they have big modelling agencies. Birmingham. Uh, there's a couple. I, I think, think there's. I think there's there's quite a few, and they all do very different things. Yeah. Uh, where like there's one in Sutton that just does hair modeling. Well, hair modeling. I mean, like, um, so there's quite a few models that I've shot previously, and they are predominantly hair models. So they will shoot because you can tell because Which I just love that job. Well, when you look at their feed, a lot of it is just here's a hairstyle, here's a hairstyle, here's yeah. a hairstyle. Well, it's in the same way that you know some people make a living just from you know I don't know hand modeling, for example. For example, I could totes. Billy's. Showing off her I, hands. I, the reason, why, the reason why I think that's a good idea, though, because some people have like really good skin. So like, I have great skin. You know nice when you hands. know when you're holding the product. Like, let's say like a, a, a bottle of body lotion. Like you don't want someone's hands that have completely hand like, sanitizer. If you want to say hand yeah. sanitizer as well, don't even um, go there, let's Jonathan. Not, let's not break our rule. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't discuss it. You just brought it up. <laughs> like, you basically, know. basically uh, like you know, a product. Like, yeah. I know. When I was saying body lotion, I was more so meaning the cream sort of mm. stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, you're gonna want someone's hands holding it, yeah. and the even probably deeper bit of that is that they'll be already using that product yeah. in the photo. So yeah. you're trying to demonstrate the product while well, also using the model's in, hands in the same way that you don't have a morbidly obese person demonstrating Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> like, you know, oh they no. want to show off their products. Oh, no, you've got Justin Bieber going, hey, guys, look at yeah. my big arms and ears. Exactly. And here's you know? my boxers. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it, isn't it? They want to 
portray to their potential customers mm. the best image of their brand. You know, when you when you have uh, shoots that you do with Paradise Co, mm-hmm. you want your shoots for Paradise Co to mm-hmm. look as nice as possible. Yeah, you want it to point, portray your to be like travel based. Yeah, we travel like based, to be inclusive young people, of all genders, yeah. and same time, all colours. I, f- I like I like to add to the fact that like you both have put yourself on there though you and uh, Woody yeah which I think is really nice like I just it want it to be like diverse like we we're, we're inclusive to everyone um and of all sizes although if you're and gonna if ask you, me for an extra yeah. large I'm so sorry we just couldn't afford it on the stop and if I guess if you look at, if, if you if you dig into like someone like Nike they do they do actually sell what Nike oh sorry Nike yes. <laughs> I've heard people Shit. in America I've just got back from America and people are saying I just Nike got back from America. America, the home of the land. Was it the home of the people? Oh my <laughs> I god! Move swiftly, edit that out. Anyway, but no, yeah. Essentially, they they do stuff for people who, you know, might not be able to fit into the smaller stuff that they advertise. Do you know, what I, which really I think like is really good. Curvy Kate, if you've ever seen it, and they do um, lingerie, and Ooh. they're so like inclusive, and their photo shoots are awesome. Like they do it. Um, in like London, like majority, and they did it the on the London Underground, and they had just models just in lo- like lingerie and London Underground on the tube. It was proper. I like that. It was proper. My sick, friend yeah. uh, went to one of the decommissioned, I think, Circle Line tube trains. Well, you can get in the old Euston mm. uh, Underground, can't you? They do um, the, behind the, closed doors. They had like access to this, like for an actual shoot, so like they paid to use it. Mm. But like they, the platforms have been designed like the tube as well. So when you got photos outside the train, you could get saying "Mind the gap." So it was very authentic. Like they actually had the detail. So like little things like that, and then adding into you know the different things that you're doing. Like so the the clothes mm. choice was you know sort of predated to fit with the theme of the train when it first launched, mm. and then building up those years like some summer stuff, some red stuff to coincide with the train's color scheme. You know the, obviously the London Underground. It works. Okay, so moving on and keeping on topic with the. Articles. So, we if yes. we think about when models are likely to pay a photographer, I suppose when everybody in the industry knows who someone is, mm. and I hate the term "don't you know who I am," but uh, actually, if you get to the point that you're established that your style is recognisable, that your imagery is recognised by people universally, then you are probably going to be able to start charging for shoots mm-hmm. um, with models, and more likely. The fact that people are going to be able to pay you to the point where you're going to be able to cover the costs of things like edits, uh, also things like retouching, um, spending time on photos that normally if you were doing a free shoot, Mm. you probably wouldn't spend the time doing because, you know, you're basically working for nothing. So at that point, the faster you can get them out at an acceptable standard. Mm. probably means that you're more than likely to do it. I mean, at the moment, like as a ho- well, a semi-pro, I suppose, hobbyist slash semi-pro for me, prosumer, I think we called me. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> at the moment, I have that, that element at the moment of thinking, well, I don't mind putting some time in doing the edits because I want the photos to be really nice. Mm. But actually, I have the time. Whereas mm-hmm. if I didn't have the time, then I am getting to the point where I'm going to go, okay, I- I'm not going to spend... Yeah, I don't know, 40 minutes editing a whole set of photos. Just one photo. Not one photo. I mean, let's let's be clear. We've had this discussion. We're not going to spend 45 minutes editing one photo. No, I mean, Josh has never done that. Uh, So, yeah. Not in that that same vein. 
the, the point's there. I've listened back to the previous episode. <laughs> no, no, anyway, I know. I so, know. yeah. So, uh, depends um, on the photo, but we digress. Yeah. <laughs> Take a good photo to start with. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Someone's getting we've been ripping. We've been together too long now. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I Eight suppose um, the idea of um, a profession to come out of model photography, mm. I think it's highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. Sort of if you're thinking like my summing up my two cents. Yeah. I think it's highly <laughs> unlikely that an industry that it's gonna survive, is going to survive on people that think they'll be paid. It would be great though. It, it just is unrealistic. Basically, real- you, you treat this as like, as like you know, um, uh, one of those dream jobs that doesn't exist, essentially. I think because people probably enjoy shooting it, and they think that you know it's, it's quite fun. The people that they're, they're normally up for trying something different, yeah, um, those sorts of things. I think that's fine. But I think to think that it's going to work out where you'll you'll be able to work where you'll be paid as a photographer is highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have some of a form of income. And we know, obviously, when we speak to Bartley in a couple of episodes' time, um, you know, he will say that you know he enjoys doing the studio stuff, you know, with. Uh, models, but, that's but it doesn't earn job. his money. You know, yeah, the money earn. comes from his events and his. And um, it's the same thing with this podcast. Yeah. You know, we we have a sponsor. There's no hiding that. But does it does it really take, you know, any anything? Would we take anything out of it that's even worth calling? You know, some profit from this? No. No. And that's not something that we we you know I, I, everyone obviously has their ways of talking about this sort of stuff. But if we're talking about the fact that we do this in our own time and even Billy me and Billy were talking about this in, in a, the car journey back from one of the recordings last last time we saw each other we said that you know there's there's a lot of energy and hours that go into this and that's the same for the photography with these models mm-hmm. and yeah. you expect to get paid for the time that you've been given and you know obviously we do this stuff voluntarily our podcast stuff and that doesn't that can be sustained through money at some point if we wanted but it, this has a different way of kind of, I guess, working out. Yeah. Because it does say here in the article, um, he, he, in his words, he says, I have no idea where this myth comes from, but there is no profession of model photography unless you're photo- uh, photographing models, model trains, sorry, for a living, which I found quite funny. But there, there is lifestyle, fashion and editorial work in various genres, e-commerce and a host of other occasions when a professional model is required. And that's where... That I, if I'm going to add into where I think the link has been made with people and they've taken that as gospel, yeah. And what he's saying is basically shutting it down, but in the most kindest way possible, with mm. a bit, with a little bit of jokiness, without the model training. I just really hope that you go find the article because it really oh, like we'll link there's it. something. I mean, yeah. uh, we're chatting and it, it probably goes in, but I know when I'm in my car journey. Um, listen to a podcast. It doesn't always go in. I always feel, I always leave feeling very inspired, but I never really. Then, then it's nine hours so of what, work. What we but need to definitely achieve is read the article. Um, we're just alliterating the point. We're wetting. We're wetting your is a thing. Mm. We're wetting your appetite with this, and we're hoping that the article will, I guess, deliver you a more comprehensive way of understanding this in writing. And obviously, everyone listens and you know reacts to things differently. You know, learning. Uh, I suppose, I suppose as well, if we're thinking about how uh, model photography and this whole emphasis of you could make money, if a model turns around and says, I will shoot with you, but only if you pay me, mm. maybe there is a way, an element of truth in the fact that they're saying, it's not worth me giving up my time mm. for free to shoot with you. That's, Which the, lo- is that's always the longest way of saying 
and I guess it kind of also stems from the fact that like we're all human. We don't want to, even though we might want to be paid for the job. If I'm talking in the models at corner at this point, is that you don't want to, you don't want to be horrible to somebody and say I'm not sure with you because you need to pay me. You're saying, well, it's my livelihood. This is, and if you can't pay me, then as as horrible as it is, I mean, we can. If we meet in an, if we meet in a circumstance where we become friends, then you know that's friends things. But like to me right now, you are a customer, and I can't give you preference, preferential treatment. But I suppose that does depend, like we've said, on the level that the model is exactly. at. Exactly, mm-hmm. so that also model, plays in as if well. If the model is an amateur or a semi-pro or an aspiring semi-pro or an aspiring pro or whatever, and most people know where they're at. Yeah, if I they've think had so. guidance from a from an agency, or they've had guidance from photographers that have been at the higher level, yep. at least in the parallel of working with a model. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Do we think that's sort of rounded us up? I think that came to a neat mm. end. I think we'll let the article talk the rest of it, really, because it kind of just talks about what is going forward with this, with this sort of emphasis and the ego built into it. I mean, we did kind of touch into the ego as well, but yeah. please, mm-hmm. if there's anything that's come out of this episode, is that you go and read the article to, I guess, uh, bring you around full circle, because with this episode, we could have talked for a lot longer, but we want to kind of emphasize the points and then let the article do the rest of the talking because there's more yeah. episodes that we can go into detail with other things that are linked with this. Trifer print is still beneficial. That is that is something we can bring out of this. Yes. Out of yeah. Well, it's I wouldn't. I wouldn't shoot <coughs> half the models that I've shot if I didn't do trade for print. I probably wouldn't even be this. It gives you at your all. start. No, I wouldn't yeah. be me at all. Yeah. It's your launch. Well, and we wouldn't have met. No. No, definitely. So it's 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 one thing if to only. talk. It's one thing to talk <laughs> shit about it, oh. and that's one that's. Oh, went there. I'll spike a drink. Ooh. <laughs> With Corona. <laughs> oh, God. We, you broke the rule, Billy. You broke oh, the rule. The last 10 seconds. <laughs> if you're still here when you listen yeah, to this podcast, yeah. oh, God. you're doing great. I think you're doing this well. Cry I mean, for help. Yeah. I mean, in the self-isolation period. It will still be in the self-isolation window. Yeah, really? it? It'll be fine. <laughs> the funny thing is, imagine if we was all self-isolated together and we just have to That's keep recording so episodes. Funny. Oh, God. No, oh, we'll probably lose I love how that he's oh, quite happy about that. No, yeah. I'm, just happy, I'm just happy about Shit. the jokes of it. Because if there's <sighs> anything that's come out of the general speaker things, I think that people still have good banter and it makes it feel a little tiny bit better but yeah but yeah, yeah maybe i mean for the except for the well people dying. no you had to bring the dying into it but as well, boris we, says, di- we digress very aggressively as on that boris one. says you will survive this but you will I'll lose your you will lose your loved ones yeah. way before anyway, time. we are not we are not the news you have not just tuned into bbc news or sky news you are still here with the Get Facebook. Team. <laughs> we speak, where's the milk we speak the truth that's where's what it is it's, no, it's like we've in, we've incorporated it into an app. Like oh. it's a hidden Easter egg. Oh, uh, there we go. We anyway, made it, guys. I so know. on that, we've made it to the end. Well we've done if you're still up. alive. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on that note, I think it's time to round up uh, this episode of the yes. podcast. I've been John Willis at JRE Willis. <laughs> Billy at BFHUK. And Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. And until next time, bye, bye. for now. Bye for now.